success 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 each and every one of us want to be successful in life and i don't know how you define success there are many definitions to it as i have come to discover but uh, we all want to achieve and accomplish things in and someone is going to tell us how to be successful in many different areas of our lives this is now tell us and i'm your host anthony Murore. at now tell us we have guests come and tell us stories they come and inspire us they come and educate us on a topic and today we have a great guest with us his name is anmol singh he's gonna be here shortly but before he comes let me remind you to please share this video with all your friends if you have a question please put it down we will try to answer it if you have a comment of any kind we love feedback so we will be watching for your comments and now without taking one more minute why don't you join me as we go together to meet and more here we go Hi, Anmol. Hi, looking forward to chatting with you. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Just, uh, you know, navigating these uh, markets. The stock market has been very interesting this morning. So just been focused on that. How about you? I'm, I'm doing good. I'm just here chilling. I was waiting to hear you come and tell us about success. Now, you start with the stock market. So you, you are in the stock market. Mm -hmm. Yes. And how 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 is it? I mean, uh, apart from today that you are saying it's uh, <laughs> how. Is yeah, it? I mean the stock market. I think is very interesting. Twenty twenty three is one of those years where uh, things are really volatile, and we're getting a lot of back and forth moves. So I think that creates for a very interesting trading environment. Uh, but for traders, it's great. You know, we get a lot of opportunities. Mm, that's beautiful. And by the way, where are you? Uh, I'm in New York. Great. New York City. Um, but Anmol Singh does not originate in the New York. So you'd be, we, we are curious to hear where, from where you come from. Sure. Yeah. So I was born and raised in Delhi, India, um, mm -hmm. and lived there till I was 18 years old. Uh, and I, when I was 18, then I moved out and I started a career. Uh, and then finally, 2015 is when I came to New York. Uh, before that, I was living in London for about four years. So you're widely traveled. Do you do you always go out from the New York and maybe back to India or to any other country or continent? Yeah, I love traveling. You know, every three to six months, I always go somewhere, you know, spend some time there, come back. I think it keeps things a lot more fun when you keep traveling. I think you learn a lot, too, just by traveling, right? Yeah, and it's good these days when you can work from anywhere around the world. Now, with what you're doing, uh, it's it's i believe you're having a great time every single day of your life i try to you know not every every day is going to be amazing not every day is going to be great but you mm -hmm. try your best as long as you do your best uh to get make it into a good day then that's all that matters so 
but yeah, I can't complain. Mm. How did you get started into trading? How was it? Yeah, so started uh, in my college days in my dorm room uh, when I was 18 years old, uh, sitting there and you know figuring out something to do. And I think every every man at some point is curious about the stock market, you know, mm -hmm. like how it works and how it works. So I I was very curious about it. So I wanted to learn more. So I you know read a lot of books on it, took a lot of training, a lot of courses, a lot of seminars, uh, finding the right coaches and mentors. Uh, and I was just doing that. And I started very early. So I think that was a good thing. I started when I was 18. So yeah. that was great because in 18, you don't have to worry about, you know, paying your bills and day-to-day -day life. So you can focus on learning, uh, which was really good for me. Yeah, the earlier you start, the better. Now, we have one Theodore Notis who is on TikTok and he's asking you what you think about Wall Street. Wall Street. I think I love Wall Street. I live on Wall Street, actually. So Wall Street is literally downstairs uh, where I stay in the building. So, yeah, Wall Street is a it's a good area. Financial District, New York. Um, I love it. Can't complain. OK, that's beautiful. Is trading the sole thing that you you do? I mean, oh, you have how many other businesses do are you into? Yeah. So the primary thing I do is I, I trade stocks and uh, invest in the stock market. Uh, and then I also have a business live traders where we teach other people how to trade. Uh, so we offer courses, training, seminars, newsletters for people who want to get started and learn how to do this themselves. Uh, so we also have that. Uh, and I'm also involved in startup companies. So I'm as an angel investor backing companies that are new. Uh, and, uh, you know, so that, that's another thing that I do. I also wrote a book. I'm an author of uh, Prepping for Success, uh, 10 Keys for Making It in Life. So I'm involved in a, in a few things. Thank mm -hmm. you. But the main thing I do is trading. Yeah, I, I saw your book somewhere and I was curious to know what's in it. But you're gonna you're going to tell us about it as we, we keep moving. And I was actually looking at your social platforms and I'm like, whoa, this is uh, you on Twitter. You're almost at 40K on Insta. Mm -hmm. You are uh, 200K and moving and YouTube. You have you're going to 400K. And mm -hmm. this is something that we are all dreaming to have a good following on our social. Tell us the secret before you even go into the other areas of, uh, of Yeah, something. I think the secret is consistency, mm -hmm. you know, posting all the time because you never know which video is going to get the, the traction. So uh, in our channel until we started our channel Live Traders in 2015. So for 2015 to 2018, we had maybe 12,000 subscribers, okay, in that period. Mm -hmm. And then 2018 is when we had one video that, you know, went viral. They got like 3 million views. Then we had another one that got 2 million views. And that's what got us the subscribers. But for first three, four years, we, we didn't have any video more than 1,000, 2,000 views, right? But mm -hmm. we were posting every single day, every other week, every other day, every other day. And then sometimes you never know. Sometimes you get the blessing of the algorithm. So... And, and which are these two videos? Actually, uh, one of them is called... Uh, no, what's yeah. working and what's not working. Yeah. <laughs> so one of them is how to uh, make a living using the three-bar play. It's a trading strategy. Mm -hmm. uh, so that, that video got, I think, 2.9, almost 3 million views now. And then one I recorded of myself, just my day-to-day, day-in-the-life of a trader. Um, and that one, I think, is about 2 million-something views right now. 
so uh the platforms and it's you're doing fairly i mean we i've seen people who are successful very successful on one of the platforms but then they are doing poorly on all the rest but yours i mean they are they are kind of growing at the same rate which is your favorite and what tips could you give someone to now it's kind you you shared about uh, posting consistently but which is your favorite platform um i think in terms of getting new clients and people i think there's nothing better than youtube because mm -hmm. youtube is the biggest reach right uh, youtube comes preloaded on everybody's phone so that's the biggest way to get you know attention traffic or anything like that and then because when you have a good youtube then those people will automatically try to find you on Twitter, on Instagram, or things of that nature, right? So then mm -hmm. YouTube is what grows all of your other social medias. Um, so I think YouTube is the biggest one to focus on. My favorite actually is Instagram because it's just easy to use. And, you know, I it's also, I ch use that to chat with some friends and people along the lines. So I think uh, those are the top two. And another thing good with YouTube, I haven't been there, but you're there, you could tell us, is that uh, there is a residual income that is coming even when you're not focusing on getting clients. Uh, is it paying well? No, because you uh, I, no, I wouldn't focus on making money from the YouTube ads. Uh, unless you get tens of millions of views, it's not <laughs> worth it, right? You're not going to make much. Uh, so, like, uh, yeah, we barely get anything. Like, this month we got... Six hundred dollars. Six hundred. Yeah, yeah. Like that, that's that's not gonna do anything. Um, so that, I think. Uh, yeah, but yeah. it's still something for there. There's it's it's a basic salary for many places in the world. I mean, if someone would sit down and, uh, but then when you're looking to expand and grow and have some luxuries, then you could be looking for some bigger figures. Now we have someone here who's. Um, my George Singh Minhas, and I hope I got that right. And he's asking a question that you're going to help us understand some of the jargon there, uh, because uh, not everyone understands those. But he's into something. He's asked, "Do you thinking? Do you think indicators are just for confirmation, or indicator-based strategy can be profitable?" Um, so yeah, he's talking about the technical uh, trading indicators. Um, so I don't use indicators. Uh, I only use basic things like moving averages and candlestick charts. And then I draw my own trend lines and support and resistance areas. So I don't use indicators uh, because indicators are lagging. First happens the price of the stock. And then the indicator is calculated based on the price of the stock. So it's always delayed by a few minutes. So if you just learn to read, how, uh, read the charts correctly, then you don't need indicators. I, I don't use them at all. Okay, and those are tough words. Now, for someone who's very green, he's he's hearing those words for the very first time. Uh, how how would one one get into it and start uh, trading and get directed into the right way to go to do it? Yeah, I think the best way you have to learn. Like it's almost like a new language, right? There's so many new words. When you come into it, you're like, what is they even talking about? Mm -hmm. You know, you don't understand it. It's just like any other language. So uh, the best way to learn. Uh, you mentioned our YouTube. YouTube's got, we have hours of lectures on there. We have hundreds of hours of lectures on there. And we don't make, you know, those short type of videos. Those are hour long lectures. So I think that's a great place to start. Mm -hmm. Watch all the lectures. They're all free. Get started with that. And I think uh, that'll where people can get a lot of information. And then they can also go to livetradersguide.com and they can download a free uh, course that we are offering right now.
Okay, that's that's wonderful. So for those who are listening, you can rush to lifetraders.com and find out about trading you. That's your area of interest. I, I haven't really got that inspiration to get into it, but anyway, some day soon I could be interested in going to find out more about uh, trading. I, I'm into the starting a new company, uh, as I say, and maybe I can mention here because I have an angel investor. And what is an angel investor for someone who may not have had that? <laughs> yeah, so angel investor is basically somebody who is investing in an early stage startup company, a company that is not public. It's you know relatively new. And as an angel, you're basically one of their first backers, right? Okay. You're backing them first. Uh, and then the money is usually made for an investor when the company, let's say, get acquired or it gets bought out or maybe it goes public as a stock, that's when you make your money as an angel investor. So that's why they call it angels, because you're helping a startup company that without your money, otherwise wouldn't really you know, make it. So in, in what fields, or could it be on any field? I mean, the company that, that someone is, you're interested, the angel is interested in funding? No, I think uh, there's so many different types of companies. Uh, mm -hmm. I think what I'm really investing is, I'm investing is in the founder, in the entrepreneur. Okay. Right, the person because okay. everybody has a great idea right but then who is going to execute on those ideas are they going to be able to succeed with that idea so i'm usually betting on the entrepreneur if i okay. like the person i'm like okay he can get it done he's persistent he's disciplined he's motivated you know he's hungry then great he'll make it work uh, so okay. that the more than the business what's important is the person yeah, like I find myself with a, a million of ideas. Some I implement and then they don't work. Some I just see them going away because I I am busy doing something else. And I say, okay, now you're attracting me, but I'm not going to come there. So <laughs> now what, what I'm very, very passionate about right now is uh, meetachieve.com. That's, that's something that uh, I connect people to uh, connect and help one another achieve their own goals now i am holding weekly meetings for public speakers but it's not limited to public speakers so they can improve on their public speaking skills so that's one and many other areas that i am into great yeah so meet achieve so if you like this investor you could think about investing in him <laughs> i mean or rather this <laughs> this yeah. this company starter this startup now it's good that we are here with you and uh we say that we are going to talk about the number one key to success in any area of your life but before we go into that can you maybe tell us a bit more about your book uh, because i know it could be touching on that the number one key to success in any area of our life yeah definitely so in, in the book i covered 10 keys for success and making it in life so one of the most important ones is integrity, mm -hmm. meaning, you know, do what you say you're going to do and then do it when you said you're going to do it. Right. So mm -hmm. just think about how much our lives would be better if we did every single thing we said we we're going to do and we finished it when we said we we're going to do it, how much more productive will we be? So I think that is the number one uh, success key is to get it done, like paying attention to what's coming out of your mouth and making sure you really mean it. Like, so not saying things like, oh, yeah, I'll do this tomorrow, and then you don't. Oh, I'll start from next week, and then you don't start again. Right? That's a lack of integrity. So I think if you create a habit of integrity, 
that's the best thing to do. Now, everybody has lack of integrity sometimes, you know, like mm -hmm. I might have said something, I didn't do it and, you know, happens to everybody, but it's important to notice when it's happening so you're aware of them. So that's the number one success key. That's the number one success key. So that's Yeah, because without that, nothing else is going to work. The rest, yeah? Yeah, so without without integrity, you know, nothing else is going to work because the, mm -hmm. there's all so many other keys, but they all require you to take action and to do something, right? So that's why I put integrity as number one, because without that, I can give you all the strategies, all the tools, all the techniques, but if you're not going to do it, then you're not going to get the results, right? So you have to actually apply it uh, mm -hmm. to your life. And that segues rightly into our next point, which is taking action. Okay. You know, a lot of people are just learning, 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 learning. They watch one course, they go to another course, they read this ebook, they go to this next, next webinar, they listen to this podcast, then they go to the next one. And they're just constantly learning. But then I ask them, what did you actually do? Mm -hmm. like, nothing. They didn't execute. No application. So yeah. you have to take action on what you're learning. If you learn something before moving on to learning a new thing, first, let's apply this. So I think that's the number, second success key. Yeah, because I met, I met a lot of people who are, in, who, it's, they are the one day I'm going to, they are kind, the kind of people. Yes. That, that yeah, one and one day, day never comes. I'm going to be uh, someone. I'm, I'm going to start a podcast one day. I'm just going to write a book because I have a beautiful story. And they are, it's, yeah. they are always saying that every time that you meet with them. So you'd advise them to take action, take action. Yeah, you have to do it because the yeah. best way to learn is to take action and then see what did not work, remove what did not work and do more of what worked. Like yeah. so, but if you don't do it, you're never going to learn. So and you have to be you have to dive in. Be assured that there are a lot of things that are not going to work. <laughs> it's not every time that you get started on something that comes out the way you've been planning and thinking and imagining. Exactly. How, do you, how do you personally deal with failure have you failed in which how many things have you failed into the major ones and how have you dealt with that yeah i i never fail because i always learn right so uh, there's no failure in my book there's okay. no such thing as failure in my vocabulary because of what i will learn is what did not work so the next time i will be better prepared to make it work so mm -hmm. there, there's no such thing as failure it's uh it's uh it's just that people talk about it as an excuse, right? Oh, you know, failure, I'm fearful, all these things. No, you just fail fast. Because if you're going to think about a concept of a business for one year, let's say second year, third year, you take action, and then it fails. Now you just wasted three years. But if you started now and it failed quickly, then you can move on to something else and not waste those three years. Fail fast. Fail fast, yeah. Uh, I used to see that uh, FF on... Uh... Um, the cassette player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, fast. so so that's uh, fast forward. So fail fast. That's that's what we are going to go out uh, out with. We are gonna grab here now. Uh, so would you be willing to give us the what I asked the case study of uh, something that you failed in and what you drew from that the lessons that you took from it. Sure. So in uh, 20, was it 16, I started a, uh, it's a physical business. It was a 10,000 square feet facility. We had a auto service center. You know, people used to come to get their cars, you know, faster, louder, tuning the cars, servicing the cars. So we had a massive facility. It was like 10,000 square feet. And uh, we were mechanics. I hired a lot of mechanics. We had the whole business running. 
And we were doing million dollars plus in sales every single year. Uh, but then what I realized, what I learned is this is not what I'm passionate about. This is not what I'm good at. And this is not something that I see myself doing for the future. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's one of the things that I learned that I am more suited towards something to do online, right? That's my passion. That's what I'm good at. And it eliminates all the office politics. You don't have to worry about other people, right? With trading, it's on me. Mm. If I make money, it's on me. If I lose money, it's on me. Nobody else can determine my outcome. Uh, and one of the things I learned is running a physical business is a completely different ball game because mm -hmm. you have to worry about insurance, employees, this, that. So even though we did millions of dollars in sales, I, I, I didn't make any money. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I didn't make personally didn't make any money after I paid everybody the bills. So that's what I learned. And I, I sold that business in 2019. And uh, now I just, you know, trade full time. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. So it, it didn't just happen. It's not something that went uh, wrong. It's you who just had and imagined yourself not doing it in the future. Yeah, because uh, life, life is too short to do if you're not happy, right? So mm -hmm. it's too short. And I think a lot of people get fearful. Should I quit? But I put in so much time. You know, they're all they're fearful. But I'm like, why are you fearful if you're miserable? <laughs> you know, if you don't like your job, why are you fearful? What are you fearful of? Just quit, you know, start something new. It's going to be tough, but that you can you will have rest of your life to do that. Right. So. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. We are having a great time here. We for those of you who may have come in as we are going on with this uh, show we are on now tell us this is a now tell us show where we have people come and tell us stories they come and inspire us educators on a subject and we love guests to come and share everything that they can share with us here we have with us and more seeing who's who's just sharing right now some secrets to success now he's told us uh one thing is integrity. That's the first and foremost. That's the number one key to success in any area of your life, integrity. And then he went to action. And uh, maybe because we have a little more time, we could get the benefit, the idea, the opportunity to grab a few more ideas uh, from and more. Go on. What next? So. I think once they've got integrity down, now you need to have, you know, things in place to ensure you do it. So a lot of times, you know, people say they're going to do something. They don't do it. Right. And then they say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't do it. Sorry is not going to fix it. Mm -hmm. Like you're going to do it again. You're going to make the same mistake again. So rather than saying sorry, what are you going to do or put in place to ensure you don't do it again? Mm -hmm. Right. So what are you putting in place? So example. You know, for the longest time, I was struggling with working out. You know, I didn't have no motivation to go to the gym. I didn't want to work out. And I was like, oh, I'm going to start from Monday, right? And then mm -hmm. come Monday and I didn't do it, right? So then to ensure I don't do that again, I, I put things in place. I hired a personal trainer. He comes, you know, every morning. He will wake me up. And, you know, it will make me go work out. So now there's, I'm never going to miss the workout. So I think you have to put, put things in place, right? Maybe it means... Take your gym shoes, put it right outside your bed. Put all of your gym clothes already there. So in the morning when you wake up, you put your shoes and you go. So I think uh, those are the things that people need to do. So integrity, take action, and don't apologize if you make a mistake. Instead, what are you going to do to fix it? Yeah, 
Don't apologize. Don't apologize. Wow, thank you very much. Uh, and more, you're sharing some very great uh, things. And actually, Manuel Manzanella, Manzanera says uh, that you're doing amazing. He is loving what you're doing. And he, he has a question. Is there anyone who has influenced you create the mindset you have now, maybe apart from your personal trainer? Yeah, I think um, I've had a lot of different mentors over my life. Mm -hmm. I, I really believe in mentorship. I really believe in coaching. Um, so I spend a lot of money, like hundreds of thousands of dollars every year on coaches, mentors, uh, working on myself. And I think that's the most important part, you know, is to work on yourself and realize that mindset is everything. Because, I mean, how many people know all the right strategies? They know all the things to do. You ask them a question, they know the answer. But then I'm like, then why aren't you doing it? Right. So yeah. that's where a coach really comes in. So I've had a lot of influences in my life. Um, you know, Werner Erhard was one of the biggest influences. Uh, and then uh, James Arthur Ray is another, another big influence for me as well. Um, Tim Grover, another influence for me. So those are the people that I learned from and have worked with at some point or the other. Okay, thank you for sharing that. So to anyone out there, you need to get some mentors. Have an influence that is going to influence you into creating the mindset that is going to drive you into the big success that you dream of. Because many people just dream, but then you find that they are making wishes. They are not dreams. If they are not doing anything on that, then they are just wishes. So Anmol would encourage you to get an influence, a mentor to keep you going. Because yep. hope is not a strategy. Okay. If you're hoping uh, for something. Hope is not a strategy. Yeah. Um, we have another person here who is known as Ramu Perumar, and he's saying he's looking for investors for plastic recycling company. Any website or connections you could advise, or maybe what 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 ideas could you give him on going about that? Yeah, I think the best way is to take advantage of the new websites like StartEngine.com. Right, make list your company there you know, start a campaign on startengine.com and uh, list your company for investors. They have a big database of investors. People are raising tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars people are raising on that website. So you can list your own company there too and find investors. Uh, and obviously ha that's where I would start. There's other websites too, republic.co, there's wefunder.com, so many different websites. I would definitely start a campaign on one of those websites. Because I personally, I 90% of investments I make are from one of those websites, you know, because uh, if somebody tells me, hey, I have this company, will you invest? No, because I don't know you. I don't have I haven't done my due diligence. You know, I would not. But mm -hmm. if it's listed on Start Engine or if it's listed on Republic or if it's listed on WeFunder, there's also microventures.com, equifund.com, so many websites. Okay. So w with that, investors have trust that once you've listed on those websites, right, mm -hmm. they feel more trustworthy to invest in you. So I think that's kind of what I would do. Yeah, I'm going to look at them also. So that I could attract the investors. I'm hoping. Yeah, why not? <laughs> that's, that's in case Anmol does not work out with my company. <laughs> now, thank you very much, Anmol. We really appreciate you taking your time and sharing everything that you've shared with us on this day. And um, we are reminding, is there something that you could leave uh, people with, uh, like uh, 
we, we are always looking okay you told us you have uh, thousands of hours on youtube but maybe you have a gift for someone here yeah definitely so if they people are interested in learning how to get involved in the stock market if you want to learn then visit livetradersguide.com so there you can download our free guide, our free introductory course. It's a two, three hour video course completely for free. Uh, that will get you started. That'll give you the foundational tools. Um, but if you're not interested in trading, you want to get in touch with me. Uh, Twitter, Instagram are usually the best places. And my username is the same on both of them, which is Delta 90, D-E-L-T-A-N-I-N-E-T-Y. Okay. Thank you very much. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> wow, we really, we really uh, thankful very much for you taking your time to be with us here. Uh, but before we go, we'd like you to leave us with a few words that we should always. You didn't finish on the ten uh, ideas, the ten keys, but that's why we remind people to go and get the book because they are all there. The ten keys. Go and get prepping for success by Anmol Singh. It's on Amazon. I saw it there, and it has some great reviews. And uh, now, before we go, leave us with a few words that we could always remember in our life. Yeah, so I think uh, going back to everything we've talked about today, you know, we talked about integrity, we talked about taking action. So the biggest thing I would leave you with is what are you willing to take action on right now? What is one thing that if you did that one thing, it'll move the needle a little bit in your business, right? So what's the one thing you can do right now? Or what's the one thing you have been wanting to do, but you're too scared to do it, right? So do that, take action, right? Start now, like you've learned the tools and just be a person of integrity. Mm, that's beautiful. One thing, that, that one thing, and then you mentioned that which scares you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so whatever it is that scares you, just just make up your mind and take action. Not leaving integrity behind. Take action. Yeah. Those are words are coming from Anmol Singh, and um, they have been some very great words that he shared with us on this episode. It's been a beautiful episode. We appreciate you, Anmol. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, and that's about it. For everyone who's here, this is Now Tell Us. I've been your host, Anthony Morore, and together with our guest, Anmol Singh, we remind you that one thing, go and take action. And bye for now. Bye.